हेलो वेलकम टू द पार्ट टू ऑफ अवर लाइफ ट्रांसफॉर्मेशन सीरीज डू यू नो यू आर ऑलवेज राइट हेनरी फोर्ड हैज सेड वेदर यू थिंक यू कैन और यू थिंक यू कांट बोथ वेज यू आर ऑलवेज राइट बिकॉज इफ यू थिंक यू कैन यू विल बी एबल टू डू इट एंड इफ यू बिलीव यू कांट you will not be able to do it and then you can always tell the world that see i told you i can't do it and therefore i could not do it so you always prove yourself right so whatever you believe the universe always provide that to you every saint every success guru has been telling you since time immemorial about the power of your belief system tony robbins one of the top most success mindset gurus in the world he says what we can or cannot do what we consider possible or impossible is rarely a function of our true capability it is more likely a function of our beliefs about who we are it means you may be highly capable but if you believe that you cannot do it you will not be able to do it on the other hand a person with a belief that he will be able to do it and with half of your capabilities he would be able to do it that is the power of beliefs so consider this do you think your current bank balance and all your wealth depicts the true measure of your capabilities if you really acknowledge within you that you have really got in life what you truly deserve you are one of the rarest most fortunate persons of the world but if you know that you are much more capable than what your bank balance reflects there is a lot you can do by reexamining your belief system so let us now examine what constitutes our belief system how we acquire these beliefs that we have today and then what is the surest and most powerful method by which you can instill the empowering beliefs so we shall be going really deep into the working of the mind in this video so stay on till the end of this video and if you have not subscribed till now i suggest you subscribe to this channel now so that you do not miss the forthcoming videos in this series so press the bell icon but before we start let us pray to lord ganesha om shri ganesha e namaha i call upon the lineage of my gurus to bless me my heartfelt gratitude to my guru for choosing me as a medium to express himself om 
ಸತ್ಯಾನಂದಾಯ ನಮಃ ಓಶಾಲಿಗ್ರಾಂ ಶರ್ಮಾಯ ನಮಃ ಓಕನಯ್ಯಾಲ ಶರ್ಮಾಯ ನಮಃ ಓಗುರುವೇ ನಮಃ so we have already seen in the earlier video of part 1 that our intellect or buddhi we call along with our ego consciousness our manas or mind as well as chit all the four components form what we call as our antahkarana or psyche this antahkarana evaluates the sensations we receive through our 10 senses or the indriyas and creates an internal value system of judgments about what is right and what is wrong for us what is good and what is bad for us what is possible and what is impossible for us or what we are capable of and what we are not capable of so there are now four functions of antakarna or our inner psyche which we say mind in the inner language in the english language so the first component is manas which is the sensory processing mind manas is like a supervisor in the factory of life and he directs the senses our 10 senses or the indriyas but he is not the key decision maker in the factory that is the job of buddhi or the intellect if buddhi is clouded then mind wavers here and there it then follows whatever is more prominent whether it's our wants our wishes our desires our attractions or aversions that is the thing that we hate so this means that if our sense of buddhi or intellect is not functioning properly it will not be able to give direction to our mind which will then waver here and there you all will be able to relate to so many people around you who display this kind of characteristics the second component of antakarna is chitta which is a storehouse of our psychic impressions any trauma or any experiences good or bad that we have encountered during our life or our childhood as well as during our past lives all are stored here so every sensory perception that we receive through the senses is interpreted based on these past memories buried deep into our subconscious for example during your childhood if you were always told by your parents or teachers that you are good for nothing your subconscious shall take in this belief and you will then start considering yourself incapable of doing anything worthwhile in life and people with this trauma develop low self esteem and they are unable to achieve great success in life 
even if they are extremely talented from inside. Even like past life traumas result in various phobias like fear from heights or fear of drowning, etc. But here is a catch or a caution. Chit can also cause difficulties if its functioning is not coordinated with the other functions of the mind. Then the thousands or millions or countless impressions which are buried in this storehouse of mind, they start to stir and arise. And they all compete for the attention of manas or the mind to carry out their wants in the external world. And in the absence of a clear unclouded buddhi, the competing voices of chitta often drive the mind to take actions in the world that may not be worthwhile for us. That is why the second sutra of Yoga Sutras, Maharashi Patanjali says, Yogascha Chitta Vritti Nirodha. Yoga is the control or nirodha or regulation or channeling of the modifications of the mind. Modifications, both the gross and subtle thought patterns of the mind field. It means finding the jewel of truth that is behind all of the other activities in the mind field. This comes through a self as a self-training program, dealing with the relationships, with the senses, with the body, with our breath and with the mind. We shall talk of this self-training program when we look at the eight limbs of Ashtanga Yoga uh, later on. Ultimately, the meaning of Nirodha and thus of Yoga itself begins to emerge experientially through doing the practices. So once your mind gets regulated, you are then able to channelize it and focus on any goal of life you desire to attain. With a focused and clear mind, no goal in this world is unachievable. The third function of Antakarna or our psyche is Ahankar or the eye maker or our ego. This is a double-edged sword. On the one side, it provides identity to our functioning. But on the other side, Ahankar also creates our feelings of separation, of pain, of alienation as well as a, a feeling of separation. So we have discussed in our earlier video also how feelings of separation can be devastating to our efforts to move ahead in life against all odds and all failure. Now, if our buddhi or our intellect remains clouded, that means our power to discriminate between right and wrong or truth and untruth remains clouded. Then this wave of I amness or ahankara, then you, it forms partnership with the impressions in our chitta, causing them to be colored, which we call as klisht. 
and also with our mind or manas then our mind starts chasing the things desired by our ego irrespective of whether they are right or wrong or whether they are harmful or beneficial to us many of us can relate to this situation with our day to day cravings some cravings are created by our senses like taste the cravings for junk foods or sweets is one such example when our buddhi gets clouded and we give in to the cravings forgetting what is good or bad for our health that is why purifying or unclouding of buddhi or our intellect is the most important task in the path of success and goal accomplishment it is only our purified buddhi which knows which decides which judges and discriminates in the overall best interest of our self we want buddhi to be making the choices for our life if buddhi is clouded or colored by our psychic impressions in our chit then our mind or manas starts getting instructions from the habit patterns stored in our chitta that are colored by ahankara or the ego these are the belief systems which then start governing our life and prevent us from achieving our true potential so even if we have huge potential and talent our limiting beliefs colored through our chitta or stored memories prevent us from achieving our life goals there are three freedoms that come sequentially over time through this purification or clarity of buddhi the first is the freedom from bondage of actions as ahankar and chitta become less associated through the colorings of attachments and aversions which maharishi patanjali has termed as kleshas there is a greater freedom in actions second is the freedom from bondage of thoughts the degree or the coloring further weakens as the buddhi gets unclouded third is the freedom from bondage of ignorance or avidya in this final stage buddhi or our intellect becomes so completely clear that it is able to see through all the processes of false identity so training of mind is the single most important karma for us to do in this life all spiritual practices and yoga practices are actually a means to train the mind that is of all the four functions of the mind so you can see how much important is this in our life and the most important part of the training is to make the mind aware that reality lies beyond itself and that this reality is the eternal aspect of the self also this means moving out of the shackles of avidya or ignorance once you have been able to do this 
no power in the universe can stop you from attaining any goal in the life that you wish to achieve.